told, people he, allowed Trump their children to Thomas be forcefully Macy, vaccinated. Who was against lockdowns. Trump attacked Sweden, who decided not to lock down. That's a fact. I still this, this want is, an is, acknowledgement of it. And because we don't have an acknowledgement of okay, it, okay. because because Trump still believes that the, okay. the vaccine no, saved okay, millions okay. of no, hundreds listen. of millions of lives. Let me take it. The into scenario no, 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 could, I'm, could, I'm, could again you, unfold. Okay, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why I'm done with this, because the anti-Trump people say Trump. What's going on, folks? Welcome to today's episode of Dream Rare Podcast. Today, we're going to watch Tim Pool have a psychotic mental breakdown over Luke Radowski, his co-host, telling the truth and just basically acting like a normal American, asking for acknowledgement of an important topic. And apparently, this is what Tim ends up doing. But I Trump did want, get boosted. Right? I just want to see more Consult personal... I'm uh, losing my fucking mind. I feel mind. like I'm moderating you guys a zero hedge shut the debate. Fuck up. Yeah, dude. Shut this the is what I felt up. like yeah. at the zero hedge debate, dude, by the way. Holy fucking shit. Let's just not we talk get over it. each other. I have had this debate yeah. 7,000. Yeah, he, he literally like loses his mind live on air. And it's interesting to see why, because it's literally because of facts and basic common sense. That's all that triggered that. We're going to watch what triggered it. God bless you guys. And then we're going to talk about Donald Trump dominating the Iowa caucus. Go back to my prediction from yesterday because I ended up being pretty spot on. I'm pretty pumped about it. And then also I want to talk about some interesting facts about how Gen Z and also uh, moderates voted in that election because I think that's going to matter even more for the general. So thanks for being here, folks. I'm excited for this one. I'm going to try to stay calm because Tim is such a demon that uh, it does kind of bother me just how he talks down to other people and how fake he is. But I'm going to try to be calm and respectful uh, as much as possible. I don't know if it's possible, but Dream Rare Podcast starts now. Thanks for being here, folks. It's the Dream Rare Podcast. Welcome to the show. The way to get the news at the desk or on the road. Let's go. God is great and success in our control. The world is crazy, but we get better from obstacles. Yeah. What's up, folks? I saw somebody in the comments. They said that we're freezing here in Texas. I heard that there's like a cold uh, front in Texas. God bless you guys. Stay safe. And whatever happened last year or two years ago, try not to let that happen again with the frozen pipes and stuff, because I know that uh, it's getting chilly down there. So God bless everybody in Texas. Let's jump right into it. So I heard that Tim Pool had some sort of like psychotic mental breakdown on live stream because Luke was talking about Trump and the vaccine. And I wanted to see why. I was like, oh, I got to watch this. And here's the clip. I broke it down into four segments. But here's the first part of the clip, right? And what Luke is talking about is a very interesting topic that I think millions upon tens of millions of people care about. And especially when people, 20% of Iowa voted for DeSantis, right? Uh, a lot of people are going to vote for RFK. You're going to need to get these people on your side. You don't have to agree with them. You don't have to like Ron DeSantis or like RFK. But there are millions of people who are tired of Trump's rhetoric in this department. And I think it's important if you want to win the election to, to get these people back over and be like, listen, I hear your concerns. We'll talk about it. I might not agree with you, but, you know, yeah, I get it. Um, that's not what Tim does. I mean, he literally like loses his mind over an authentic statement from uh, Luke Radowski. So let's let's watch the first clip, and I, I have it in four clips. Everything else is gone. I mean, that, I, that, yeah. that one was like just a, just. And I, it's not I, the I first still time. think I, I, we need an acknowledgement from 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 Donald about what happened to Operation Warp Speed. There's been a lot of Americans that that have been injured. One of them was here at the. I'm tunnel. so sick of talking we, about we, this. We dude. have it. It's still a major issue one. because let's just say he, he comes into office. Uh, the CIA, Peter Daszak, Echo Health Alliance, all they have to do is restart and do whatever they did again, be, be, because there I'm, there I'm, isn't there isn't a, a, a conversation about hey I learned my lesson hey there's some. Mistake. 
disrupt arrangements. I should have done something better. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. When still he's telling people to to get boosted just a few freaking months the, the, ago. The policies and and uh, it's funny when I. All right. So first off, I mean, there's two things that Luke said before Tim called it Trump derangement syndrome. Okay. The the level of gaslighting, whether I like if you voted for Trump, I don't care. He's going to win the primary. Like it doesn't matter for DeSantis, but good luck to the DeSantis people. You're not going to win. But when it comes to what Luke's talking about, first, he brings up that there was a vaccinated, injured, vaccinated person at their, uh, you know, building or whatever the other day. But then he's also talking about Echo Health Alliance, Peter Daszak. And I could go even further into the people that Trump hired above Fauci. It's not just Fauci. He hired pharmaceutical lobbyists. He turned a blind eye. In many ways, Trump was in on a lot of the legislation that they passed that allowed certain things to happen. And Luke is just trying to bring it up and be like, listen, they're just going to do other stuff if, if Trump doesn't turn around on this topic. Like he's coming from a place of concern. Like he's not just shitting on Trump and saying Trump sucks. He's saying if Trump gets back into office, I would love if he acknowledged all this stuff or else I'm afraid that it's going to happen again. Totally valid concern, right? Especially because it probably something will happen again, because if you don't, it's like uh, saying you're going to drain the swamp and then not draining the swamp, even if like it's something bad's going to happen. You know, if you don't get rid of the corruption, something corrupt will happen. That's obvious, right? So what Luke's saying makes total sense. He's talking about stuff that's deeper than Trump and even Biden. He's talking about Echo Health and Alliance. There's a lot of narratives around, you know, that are way deeper than Fauci or Trump that everybody talks about. And what Luke is saying is very intelligent, very reasonable, very calm, right? He's not yelling. And Tim goes, that that's Trump derangement syndrome. The Like, do people believe this guy? Does he believe himself? I can't tell if he's low IQ, if he's just emotional and angry, or if he's just covering this stuff up. Because it's deeper than even Trump. When you talk about Peter Daszak, Echo Health Alliance, the HHS, the FDA, the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act, the PrEP Act, the, you know, Operation Warp Speed, an $18 billion socialist program that funded the pharmaceutical industry. And then when they get that money, uh, what do you think they're going to do with it? It's like, you, you know, you don't water a plant and the plant grows into a massive tree and say, oh, well, technically I didn't want that tree to be there, but you watered the plant, you know, in order to drain the swamp, you got to drain the swamp. If you don't drain the swamp and you fill it up and you give them money and then the swamp turns against you, you're not a victim. You kind of made it happen. So what Luke is talking about is super realistic. He's not even like necessarily saying it's all Trump. He's just like, I'm concerned that if Trump doesn't nip this in the bud in some sort of way that we're going to get conned again. And, and Tim says that's Trump derangement syndrome. This is the issue. And I'm going to get to the second thing. There are liberals like Rachel Maddow and all these weirdos and Sam Harris that have Trump derangement syndrome. They're so obsessed with hating Donald Trump that they can't think straight or be intelligent anymore. Right. But what Tim doesn't understand is he's projecting his Trump derangement syndrome onto Luke. What Luke said right there has nothing to do with being deranged. It's articulate, intelligent, and five layers deeper than Trump or Biden. And it's probably going to happen either way. And because Tim is either fake or low IQ or angry or emotional or a little goblin, I don't know what it is. He looks like Diglett with a beanie. Instead of like listening to what he says and being like, hey, I disagree or that's wrong or here's why it's right. He spirals and just projects his inner Trump derangement syndrome because he's so deranged by his obsession with Trump that he can't cover this accurately. And he says, that's Trump derangement syndrome. I don't care if you voted for Trump, knock yourself out. If you didn't vote for Trump, don't care. If you like RFK, DeSantis, whatever, Vivek, I don't care. Nothing about what Luke said. I'm going to play that clip again just to show you the level of derangement gaslighting coming from Tim. It's worth a reshare. It's like whether you agree with what Luke's saying or not, 
None of what he said is even remotely deranged. And because Tim can't handle the truth and Tim can't ever talk about anything deep, he's always got to be like surface level angry, talking down to men that's smarter than him. If you haven't noticed, everybody that goes on the show that's smarter than him, he just screams at and tells him to shut up because like it bothers his ego, you know? Listen to this again. I don't care if you agree with Luke. Nothing about this has anything to do with derangement at all. Everything else is gone. I mean, that, that, I, I, that one was like just a, just. And I, it's not I, the I first still time. think I, 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 we need an acknowledgement from 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 Donald about what happened to Operation Warp Speed. There's been a lot of Americans that that have been injured. One of them was here at the. I'm tunnel. so sick of talking we, about we, this. We dude. have. I'm we just, have. I'm so, we have. So it's still a major issue one. because let's just say he, he comes into office. Uh, the CIA, Peter Daszak, Echo Health Alliance, all they have to do is restart and do whatever they did again, be, be, because there I'm, there I'm, isn't there isn't a, a conversation about hey I learned my lesson hey there's some. I should have done something better. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. When still he's telling people to to get boosted just a few freaking months ago. The policies and and it's funny when I see after Luke said and and it's it's a bipartisan partisan issue really. It's like if he doesn't realize the mistakes that he made or maybe they're not mistakes because he's probably just in on it. But in general, it's like if he doesn't figure out Echo like there's quote unquote deep state and swamp working behind the scenes anyway. So if you can't figure it out, they're going to do what they want to do. And, and Luke's like, if he gets in again, they're just going to probably restart the program, which is a is a valid comment, whether you think they will or not. And Tim's like looking into space all angrily. Like, that's, 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 that's derangement. That's your deranged. It's like, you're deranged, you little piece of shit. I hate Tim Pool. He's such a scumbag. He's such a demon. He's such a slimy, grimy little goblin. He talks so rudely and condescendingly to everybody. He's a little... He's a little diglet bully who just bullies everybody and nobody ever corrects him because they all want his clout. They all need his business or they all want a promotion on his podcast and everybody hates him. Why would you like somebody like that? That literally is like raging into space, screaming at you for literally being right. Who wants to work with a piece of shit like that? Nobody likes him. They all just use him for his podcast. That's open knowledge. But anyway, it's like, dude, that's not, it's not deranged. It's a valid concern. And this is why we lose everything because there's certain things that happen, whether Trump or Biden wins. There's certain bills that are going to pass. There's the Smith-Munt Act that Obama overturned that Trump mysteriously didn't care about, which legalized domestic propaganda. And unless we as a culture come together and start pointing this stuff out and being like, hey, let's use our podcasts and our leverage to try to get Trump to do the right thing. Like, that's all we can really do is like, you know, if he wins, like, let's try to get him to do the right thing. That bothers Tim Pool. Why would that bother Tim Pool? I'm going to go through all the options that it could be, and then I'm going to play the second clip. Either Tim Pool is extremely low IQ and emotional. Um, he could be. Like, I, I thought he was smart before this, but like the way he's acting is very, very low IQ. He might be dumb, um, in which we got to be nice to him. The other option is he's covering this stuff up, which I don't want to believe that he's just covering up like EcoHealth license, Peter Daszak. Like, doesn't it's not like a Trump issue necessarily. Like, what Luke is talking about is a valid concern. And he's acting like it's a derangement syndrome around Trump when it's like five layers deeper than Trump. So either he's covering it up, he's low IQ, he's extremely, this is the most likely uh, outcome, he's extremely egotistical. So when people come on the show and teach him something, a wise person would be like, oh, I learned something. A stupid person gets uh, angry and emotional and just lashes out at you because they need to be the biggest goblin in the in the beanie bunker. You know, he wants to be the king goblin. So it's like, it's one of those things because like it doesn't make any sense. It's like, yeah, no, I what would make sense is being like, I like Trump and I think he's going to do something about that. Or I like Trump or he won't do anything about it. Or that's not like not that's deranged. That's not deranged. Like Luke is not deranged. You could say Luke is a lot of things. 
He's been in the quote-unquote truther movement for like 15 years. He's done a lot of interviews. I've disagreed with him at times. I called him puke because of the way he treated Kanye. But anyway, it's like you could not like what Luke says in certain topics, but he's not stupid and he's not uh, deranged. Like he's calmly stating a fact that bothers Tim Pool and a concern that Tim is either too fake or stupid to be concerned about. Let's watch the second clip because it, it only gets weirder. I think this one's not as bad, but wait till the fourth one. He starts like raging and saying he's losing his mind like why would you lose your mind over what luke said it's like a totally reasonable stance journal like these these centrist type journalists who don't like donald trump actually arguing with with people over this and they'll, they're putting things like man i really don't like trump but operation warp speed was therapeutics and vaccines by choice it was never forcing yeah. people to get medical treatments and when that happened he came out and said they shouldn't be doing this and now years later I'm, I'm, I'm just like, dude, it's four years later. Okay, I get it. Yeah. We, we should never forget how bad those things were. But it's weird to me that we look at these blue state governors who literally murdered people in New York. And it's like, but Donald Trump, it, it funded also, scientific can research. Can I just say something, too? Can I just say something? He's probably talking about me when he's talking about centrist journalists who who won't let Trump go with that. But in general, two things I want to say. First of all, he's like, oh, well, who, the, 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 the research. And I mean, who cares? It's like, dude. What Luke said about Echo Health and Peter Daszak is way more intelligent than you just being like, oh, who cares about it? I don't know, me, a lot of people, because it tanked Trump's fourth quarter and 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 probably helped him lose the election with all of the stuff, including the ballots. But in general, um, he's like, well, who wants who? Why should we talk about that when, when the Democrat governors suck? And this is why the elites win, because they move the Overton window, right? And the Republicans get wickeder and worse and crazier and more communist. And the Democrats get even more communist. So then you're, it's like, who cares that he printed $18 billion and printed trillions of dollars and did all this stuff and said Sweden should have locked down because the Democrat governors were worse and the Overton window shifts and the elites don't care who wins the election because it's like either way, we're going to get insane. Either it's worse or worse. And Tim's either too fake or stupid to realize how they work. Um, yeah, the Democrat governors suck, but that doesn't make it right. And I want to say this too, where he's like, who cares about Operation Warp Speed? It was vaccines and therapeutics. I'll tell you, Tim, why I care, okay? And I'm going to start, and before I get to the third thing, because I he's probably talking about me, which is fine. I don't care. Um, but in general, it's like, let's go back to Ronald Reagan's National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. Once Ronald Reagan, with the pressure from the pharmaceutical lobby in both parties, passed the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. It has nothing to do with Trump or Biden. This happened way before, right? And it's not even necessarily Ronald Reagan's fault, but he didn't stop it. He passed it. Once that happened, now vaccine manufacturers that put vaccines for children out, they have no liability for side effects, injuries, and deaths. It's very important. So then the childhood vaccine schedule started increasing and increasing because it's a cash cow. Uh, you know, they don't have to pay. If something goes wrong, they don't have to pay for it. Anyway, moving forward, they made something called the uh, VAERS reporting, which was the government trying to track vaccine injuries. They said, well, if we're going to take away the liability from the vaccine manufacturer and we're going to you know, basically give them a liability shield so nobody can sue them and get money from them, even if there is a problem, we need to start tracking vaccine injuries because you know, we can't just like let a bad product get out and hurt a bunch of kids. Like We got to track it. Now, when you talk about VAERS reporting, they act like it's this crazy conspiracy theory. It was literally created to track vaccine injuries when they took the liability away. Okay, 
Once George Bush got in, W, he passed the PREP Act. Now, under an emergency, they could say it's an emergency. We got to rush these vaccines, not for children, but for the masses. And now there's no liability for side effects, injuries, and deaths under the PREP Act. So now the vaccine lobbyists and the vaccine industry and the big pharmaceutical industry, they've created two liability shields, one for childhood vaccines and one for emergency vaccines. Let's go to Donald Trump, Tim Pool, who's way too fake or stupid. And by the way, Tim, if I ever talk to you in person, you're not going to scream at me and tell me to shut the F up. I'm smarter than you. I'm more honest than you. I'm more authentic than you. I'm more well-researched than you. And you have to make a valid point against what I'm saying, not just scream and freak out because you have the brain of a five-year-old poopy pants toddler. Like you're so stupid. And he talks so like to, to make up for how dumb he is compared to Luke. He always has to talk condescendingly and tell everybody, shut up, shut up, shut up. It's like, you shut up, you little goblin. But anyway, uh, moving forward, now you have Donald Trump who ran on the premise, I'm not saying it was his whole campaign, but he showed signs of somebody that realized that something was off for the pharmaceutical industry. And Donald Trump got in a lot of trouble because he was saying that vaccines caused certain injuries that you're not allowed to talk about. Uh, you know, And he was like an outspoken critic at a time when really nobody was talking about it about vaccine injuries. And he got in a lot of trouble for doing that, right? So that's who Trump really is. He's not somebody who's just a big farmer shill. He's somebody that sees that something's going off, right? He gets in office. RFK tells the story perfectly. He reaches out to RFK. He says he wants to do a vaccine safety commission because he's talking to a lot of mothers that are having problems with their kids. And it all changes. He was going to work with RFK. But the second he took a million dollars from Pfizer and Trump took hundreds of millions of dollars from mega corporations, all the banks, et cetera, after he said he'd never take the money, people don't even realize this because idiot diaper faced beanie bunkered goblin diglets like Tim Pool won't talk about it. But in general, it's like, he took the money and then instead of hiring somebody like RFK who's going to look into it, he hired a pharmaceutical lobbyist for HHS named Alex Azar. He was an executive at Eli Lilly, which is a pharmaceutical lobbying company. And then he hired Scott Gottlieb, who was always known as a pharma guy. I believe Reuters posted big pharma breathes a sigh of relief because, you know, Trump picked Scott Gottlieb for FDA. So now he's laced the health department with pharmaceutical shills. And this is above Fauci. HHS is a layer above Fauci. Everybody talks about Fauci, but they don't talk about the guy that Trump had the power to hire, which was two branches above Fauci. Fauci is part of the NIAID, which is part of the NIH, and the NIH is a part of HHS. Trump hired a pharmaceutical executive to run that, right? So now moving forward, the press talks about how Trump met with uh, Bill Gates in 2018 to talk about a universal flu vaccine. And Bill Gates said that Trump offered Bill Gates a White House position and Bill Gates declined. And he said that Trump was super pumped about the universal flu vaccine, right? This is 2018. 2019, everything that Bill Gates talked about to the press that he said that he told Trump to do, Trump did in an executive order in 2019 called a, a universal flu executive order. And it talks about a task force and it talks about all this stuff you know, allegedly a, a separate vaccine from the COVID one, but eerily similar rhetoric to the ones that they rolled out in 2020. I'm just saying. Um, and then you get to 2020. This is important historically. Trump prints trillions of dollars, gets mad at Thomas Massey for, for talk, telling the truth about it. But then he gives $18 billion to the pharmaceutical industry uh, in a socialist scheme. This is not uh, capitalism. He just gives them money. So he's done all these things for the pharmaceutical industry. And then he bought hundreds of millions of doses from Pfizer, which is not uh, a capitalist. It's socialist. He's doing it with taxpayer money off of products that Moderna is suing Pfizer for, the government's involved. It's all corruption and it's all socialism. So 
that's what we're talking about. It's like Tim's understanding of it is like, if I'm speaking, like I'm, I'm not acting like college is so important or anything, but it's like, if I'm speaking at like a high level, Tim's has like a kindergarten level of understanding. Uh, Luke has a high level of understanding of this stuff. He's talking about Echo Health Alliance and Peter Dozik. That's way higher level than stuff Tim talks about. And Tim lashes out at him and just says, it's Trump derangement syndrome. Who cares about that? Wow, he just pushed through a bunch of therapeutics and pharmaceuticals. Who cares? I care because it's already one of the most corrupt industries in America. Trump hired a pharmaceutical lobbyist to run the government who declared the emergency, knowing that George Bush's PrEP Act, PrEP Act shields it from liability under an emergency. This was all brought together for a reason. And Trump was in on it. Okay. He's either completely clueless or he sold out or he doesn't care. But Luke has every right to have concerns about whether it'll happen again. And I'm telling you, Tim Pool, you're a little goblin. Okay. Your days of deceiving and lying and scamming people and yelling at men and treating everybody like shit are over. Okay. You don't have to agree with me. You could trust Trump more than me and Luke do but you're not going to talk condescending to, condescendingly to us like we're little pieces of garbage at your little disgusting beanie bunker just because you're either too fake or stupid to talk about this or you're trying to cover it up. Everything I just said in that last five-minute rant is more honest, intelligent, articulate, and well thought out than anything Tim Pool's ever said. So when somebody brings up even half of what I just talked about, he spirals and just acts like it's a, not a big deal because they did a socialist scheme for pharmaceutical industry. Maybe we don't want them to get $18 billion of taxpayer money because we know what the industry does and we know that they're going to use that money against us. But that's why they don't mind Tim Pool. Like Tim Pool's like a gatekeeper. He's like a nothing. He's like a low IQ, angry, screaming civil war goblin who just riles everybody up but never lets you get deep enough to actually do something about the problem. He's not a threat to the establishment. He's just a little opportunist, money-sucking goblin, you know, who yells at everybody when they tell the truth. So it's like, you know, everything I just said, that's why all this stuff happens. You can't just feed the beast and then say, oh, the beast got big, freak everybody out. Well, let's try to not water that plant. And when someone like Luke talks about something way more deep and way more important, he spirals. I'm going to play the fourth clip in a second, but here's the third one of Luke just being honest. I mean, he's, he did a great job here. And whether Tim agrees or not, stop yelling and talking down to him. Like you're such, you're such a scumbag. I can't stand this guy. People he, allow Trump their children to Thomas be forcibly Macy, vaccinated. Who was against lockdowns. Trump attacked Sweden, who decided not to lock down. That's a fact. I still this, this want is, an is... acknowledgement of it. And because we don't have an acknowledgement of okay, it, okay. Because, because Trump still believes that the, okay. the vaccine no, saved okay, millions okay, of, no, hundreds listen, of millions of lives, let me take it the into scenario no, 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 I'm, could, I'm, could again you, unfold. Okay, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why I'm done with this. Because the anti-Trump people say Trump did the exact same thing Ron DeSantis did, but Trump was wrong when he did it. And then the test people are like, DeSantis did the same thing that Trump did, but this was right when he I'm like, dude, in the beginning of COVID and the lockdowns, Donald Trump said 15 days to slow the spread. And we were all, not everybody, but a lot of people were like, okay, well, we don't know what's going on. And now that we have hindsight, you have people being like, Ron was correct. No, Trump was correct. No, Ron. Dude, I don't think we need to adjudicate four. Yeah. What happened four years ago now that we have hindsight? All right, so I just want to show you Tim's tweets from uh, April. He said, Fauci is a good dude. We definitely want to listen to him and take his instructions seriously. He's not an economist, and the crisis we face is not just COVID-19. There will be hard decisions for all of us ahead. That was on April 13th. He also said, "Fauci having Fauci on the task force gives pushback and is extremely important. I'm glad we don't have a bunch of yes men on the task force. So in April, Tim was telling his audience, Fauci's a good dude. I'm glad he's there. 
Here's me, April 5th. I said, Trump needs to add some new doctors and fresh perspective on the stage. Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci are leading the country right now, and I don't trust either of them. On April 15th, I said, I don't want a shot. I don't want to test. I watched the WHO spread lies all year. I watched the Surgeon General lie to our nation on television. I watched Fauci and Burks parade a fake model based on false data with no explanation. These folks aren't trustworthy, okay? And I'm showing you this because this is chess and checkers. I play chess. Tim plays dumb boy checkers, right? He just watches TV and just says generic babble and gets angry at smarter people like me. I'm 20 times as smart as Tim. He's like, Fauci's a good dude. And I'm like, I'm reading the models. The data's fake. They're lying to us. They're not trustworthy. I'm not listening to these people. And he's like, I'm glad that they're there. Yeah, because you're an idiot, Tim Pool. And some people did have hindsight because unlike you, your analysis is equivalent to somebody that fills a Cheerio bowl full of human feces and just eats their own shit. I'm actually doing high level stuff here, as are a lot of people. And anybody like us, Tim just talks down on and yells at these people like, like Luke, who's way smarter than Tim. I don't know how long Luke's going to last there because he's like way more smart and honest than Tim. So look how Tim treats uh, Luke for being better than him. But I Trump just did want, get boosted. Right? I just want to see more Consult personal. I'm losing my fucking mind. I feel mind. like I'm moderating you guys a zero hedge shut debate. The fuck up. Yeah, dude. Shut this the is fuck what I felt up. like yeah. at the zero hedge debate, dude, by the way. Holy fucking shit. Let's just not we fuck get over it. each other. I have had this debate yeah. 7,000 times. Hey, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm losing my fucking mind. You, I am so over people being like, Trump was bad because Trump did a thing. No, that I we agree did, with we, you. We, we did not know what was happening four years ago. And now we are four years on with mass illegal immigration, 10,000 people per day. And you're talking yeah. about a vaccine program for four years ago. Uh, and I, and, and here com- we go again. The, no, no. the comments were made a couple of weeks ago by, uh, by Donald Trump about this. Donald Trump so came out and said it should be your choice. Yes, that's my point. We're done. He said you well, should get Do you guys think that the reason why yes. we talk okay. about. Uh, okay, let, uh, okay. All right, let's, let's solve this. I- Today with Julius, my buddy Julius said on Twitter, it was an interesting point. He goes, with Tim's logic of like, oh, it was years ago. Let's not talk about it. Then nothing Tim Pool ever talks about makes any sense at all. Like, has he never looked at something that has happened like not this second and and not complained about it? His entire show is him like analyzing politicians over the last 20 years and all the missteps and Obama. But no, only with Trump. It doesn't matter if it happened before. And I want to read my response to him real quick because I feel like I articulated accurately the point that Tim is conflating and missing because anytime you say anything outside of the echo chamber, they just say mandates. There's separate ideas like fentanyl is not mandated, but that doesn't mean it needs to come over the border. Opioids were never mandated, but that doesn't mean there's uh, corruption. And a lot of uh, the pharmaceutical scams that they got caught and had to pay billions of dollars of fine, they weren't mandated. So like just because something isn't mandated, mandates were terrible, in my opinion, obviously. But that's not like the buck doesn't stop there. That's like the monkey mind of Tim Pool. He's got like an ape brain or like a five-year-old brain where he can't understand complex topics. So he just spirals and says like really generic low IQ stuff. And in my opinion, this is why everybody's so dumb because they listen to people like Tim Pool all the time and he's like rotted their brains. And now I have to deal with the people that Tim has brainwashed with this low IQ monkey babble. So here's my response to Tim, which is smarter than anything he's ever said. I said, NPC pool doesn't seem to understand that hiring pharma lobbyists above Fauci, printing money and handing $18 billion in socialist cash to the corrupt farm industry is a different topic than just defaulting solely back to mandates. Luke and millions of voters are not wrong for wanting accountability and getting tired of Trump overselling the vaccine in interviews because he was the socialist quarterback who literally demands more credit for them than Fauci. 
Either Tim is extremely low IQ, blinded by his psychotic rage, purposely covering this up, or so engulfed in magaslop echo chambers that he can't fathom what Luke is correctly stating. And that's exactly it. Why does he scream at other men who are smarter and more reasonable than him? He's such an obnoxious prick, which is just obvious. So it's like, these are two different topics that he just can't seem to fathom. And he's constantly uh, conflating. And the thing is too, it's like, say Alex Jones, right? He tweeted, he's back on Twitter, thank goodness. And he's tweeting things about how the vaccine is so horrible and it's killing people. And he says all these things. And it's like, does he even really believe that? Because then he tells people that Trump's going to save the world. It's like, if you really believe what you were saying about that, and everybody wants to call it the Fauci vaccine or whatever. And it's like, Trump has said multiple times that he wants credit for the vaccine. He doesn't want to give Fauci credit. He says if it were up to Fauci, it would have taken four or five years. And he's the reason that it's here so, so, so close. And it's like, he wants credit for it. But if you give him credit for it, people like uh, Tim spiral. So I'm not going to spend too much more time on that, but that's my analysis of Tim psychotically, demonically spiraling at a very intelligent, articulate point from Luke. And to me, this shows like two layers of understanding and why Republicans lose even when you win. Everybody talks about the 2020 election, but does nobody realize that we won in 2016 and we still lost? The swamp didn't get drained. Trump hired Mitch McConnell's wife, pharmaceutical lobbyists, and a bunch of deep state scammers for literally every position. Trump said he was going to lock Hillary up, ended up giving her a standing ovation, and then telling his supporters to back off. Uh, Trump said he'd never take donor money or corporate money because that would make him corrupt like every other politician. He took hundreds of millions of top, uh, dollars from corporations and mega donors, including the one he said would turn Marco Rubio into a puppet. And little blowhard demons like uh, Tim Pool or goblins, you know, will never talk about it. They just spiral when people talk about it. Okay. And then in the fourth quarter, the entire country locks down and Trump is a leader telling Sweden to lock down and just printing a bunch of money like AOC on steroids. Like, that's the real stolen election. The fact that the lobbyists and the donors and the corporations and other entities control both sides and they don't even care if Trump wins. That's the real stolen election that nobody wants to talk about. So, so like Luke is thinking about it intelligently and being like, listen, if Trump gets him, which is very likely, I mean, he's clearly going to be the Republican nominee, but if, you know, if he beats Biden, let's use our leverage to point out these very high, this very high level stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Cause if Trump doesn't do something about it, they're going to do it again. Like it's a very valid point. Even if you love Trump, it's like, yes, we want, we should want people like that. in MAGA people like Luke that can point stuff out and be like, let's hold them accountable. It's like, yes, absolutely. Like, why wouldn't you want that? Even if you want Trump to win, but people like Tim cat turd, Dan Bongino types, like they're they're melting people's brains. And I'm not trying to be rude because I'm sure they're all nice people, except for Tim. He's a piece of shit. But anyway, it's like I'm sure that like they're just dumbing people down and, and just turning people into like savage, like angry, slobbering, like nasty people. Like the people, like when you say something intelligent, they just get nasty at you because they're listening to people like Tim Pool. It's like, hey, here's an idea. Let's not allow that to happen again and use our leverage to stop it. Tim's like, shut up, Trump derangement syndrome. Like Tim Pool is like a, a mix of like a goblin, Diglett, the toad guy from Mario, a piece of shit and cat turd like that's who Tim is as a person. He's like a cat turd, you know, come to life with, with a low IQ and, and a permanent beanie. And he looks like Diglett. And he's like stopping everyone from thinking he's like, no, it's like what what part of what he just said is wrong. It would be like if I if I voted for Ron DeSantis, which I didn't, but I'm just saying if I did. 
I don't even know if I'm going to vote in this primary. It doesn't matter. But if I voted for Ron DeSantis and, and Tim Pool or someone came along and was like, hey, Ron DeSantis is taking a lot of money from donors. It's important to point that out because donors give them money and they're going to want something in return. And we can't let Ron DeSantis turn into a puppet. It's like, yeah, no, that's a good point. Absolutely. I agree with you. Imagine if I was like, shut up. You're deranged. You're deranged. You're deranged. It's like the Tim, Tim is a full blown low IQ psychopath. Like to act that way over what Luke said. Yeah, he is losing his mind, but it's not because Luke is deranged. It's because Tim is deranged. It's not because Luke is wrong. It's because Tim is wrong. And his ego prevents him from even considering the facts that he's saying. So he spirals in this like demonic, hate-filled gremlin rage. And it's really sad. And I'm just, it's just annoying. Um, let me know what you guys think in the comments. I'll probably read them at the end, but I want to get through my show before I do and not get distracted. So the election happened yesterday. Donald Trump blew everybody out of the water. It went Trump, DeSantis, Nikki Haley, and Vivek. Vivek ended up dropping out and uh, endorsing Trump and going to his rallies. Big shocker. Uh, I just want to play this clip real quick, and then I want to get into a, a different part of the data from yesterday that I find interesting to anybody that's not too brain dead from like Tim Pool-like streams that you can't think properly. You'll find it fascinating too. But I want to play my clip from yesterday's uh, stream because before the results, I predicted the election and it went pretty well. I'm pretty pumped off it. Here it is. Like, oh, the outsider won. Now they're not going to be able to lock down America. Well, they did. So it's like the, the, politic, the politician doesn't matter. But anyway, my official guess, even though I don't care that much, Trump's going to win by at least 20 points. DeSantis and Nikki Haley are going to come in second and third. I could see Nikki Haley beating him somehow. Um, but I'll, I'll say just for the record, Trump, in a massive lead, number one. DeSantis in second place with a decent amount, but not that many. Nikki Haley close to DeSantis, but losing to him. And then Vivek does way worse than people think. Because I maybe I'm wrong, but I think that the internet does not necessarily translate to reality in elections as much as maybe we would hope that it would. You know, it, it, it matters, but it, I don't think like internet fame is as as big as people think that it is when it comes to elections it doesn't it never seems to translate that way you know like oh people think like oh my gosh that guy's has a big youtube channel like this guy meet kevin ran as a governor or something he got like no votes you know um i could see i could see vivek getting under i think vivek's gonna get under 10 percent, maybe under five percent uh, Trump's going to get the most and Nikki Haley and DeSantis are going to be close official prediction, but turned out good. I mean, Trump won by 30 points. I said DeSantis and Nikki Haley are going to be close, but way behind. And, uh, you know, uh, but, and DeSantis is going to edge her out and Vivek's going to get under 10%. Uh, I, I completely nailed it. I mean, I don't know if it was that hard to do, but I know a lot of people that like Vivek were like, Vivek's going to, and I'm like, he's not, you know? And then people that like DeSantis were like, DeSantis is going to beat Trump in Iowa. It's like, you want DeSantis to beat Trump in Iowa, but he's not going to. So I, you know, I nailed that one and, uh, I'm not that impressed by it, but I, I was pumped to not be wrong. It's always better to be right if you can. Um, We'll see what happens moving forward. It's going to be interesting. Before I talk about like the Vivek endorsement and what's going on, I wanted to show you this key stat because I think this stat really matters for the general election. And uh, Bryson Gray brought it up on his Twitter. And I know people are going to get mad or whatever. But um, it is interesting to see because this is not good, in my view, for the general 
but I don't know that conservatives and Republicans care about the general that much. Like, and, and I'm going to say this in, in a hopefully inspiring way, but for a general election, you can't just like feed the Kerry Lake Trump base. You, you have to figure out how to get moderates and people who hate Trump and Biden. And if all these influencers really cared about helping Trump and not just lining their pockets, they'd be making convincing arguments to try to get moderates and a bunch of Gen Z, which they don't have. Instead, they're going to pretend like everybody likes them when they don't. They're probably going to lose the election. And then they're going to say it's rigged and take no accountability because God forbid Trump ever even changed a single thing. They spiral like Tim Pool. But here's two stats that I found interesting. Uh, DeSantis actually got more Gen Z, uh, than Trump. So from 17 to 29, DeSantis got way more votes than Trump. He got 30% and Trump got 22. Um, there's another, I'm trying to see the, uh, I don't, I don't think I have it up here. I forgot to put it, but in the moderates, Nikki Haley got way more moderates than Trump. And I'm not like, I don't, I don't like Nikki Haley. I understand DeSantis is going to lose. I'm not trying to sell you on Nikki Haley or DeSantis. I'm just saying, it's pretty interesting that the 17 to 29 year old demographic that is really important because they're voting more and more and more in this day and age, DeSantis beat Trump by a huge margin. So it's like, all right, Trump's not as popular among that demographic and Trump's not as popular among moderates. Nikki Haley crushed him in that poll. I don't have it here or, or, or the results. So it's like, this is, I've been saying this for months now, and I hope it's not true. I mean, I hope he beats Biden and builds the wall and, and saves the day and the Q, QAnon MAGA moms are happy because he arrests all their enemies or whatever. But it's like, I just kind of see it playing out. And I hope, I, I really hope I'm wrong. But it's like, Trump is really popular among Trump supporters. Trump is really popular among MAGA moms. Trump is really uh, popular among people who like Carrie Lake and Mike Lindell. And Trump is really, really popular in trump circles right moderates not so much uh you know gen z not at all they're, they're tired of them but instead of realizing that and being like all right how do we like figure out a way to make content and narratives that make people realize that he's not that bad like i tried to do for four years people get mad at you you know they they treat you like tim pool treat like if they spiral at the thought of everybody not thinking like them and they just get mad at you we're, we're gonna win okay, I don't, you know, like I, a lot of people like them and a lot of people don't, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people would walk over a glass to, to, to lick Trump's shoes and vote for him. Other people would walk over a glass to throw him in jail. You know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of people that Trump gained and a lot of people that he lost. It's going to be a really close election. I think if Democrats replaced Joe Biden with someone better, they'd beat Trump by 10 points. I think if Republicans picked literally anyone but Trump, they'd win by 10 points. Trump versus Biden, it's going to be dicey. You know, it is it is what it is, but it's going to be close. On one hand, Biden is incompetent, old, and nobody really likes him. On another hand, they're fueled by their hate for Republicans and Trump, and there's certain key issues like climate change and abortion and things that people are going to vote for. They'd vote for like a plastic spoon that had a Democrat hat on over Trump. So it's like, you know, in order to win the election, in my view, you got to be realistic with how these things work. I hope that somebody smart in the Trump campaign is doing this because the supporters who support him on Twitter and Facebook, they're for sure not doing this. They're not even trying. It's like, I used to like Trump. I wrote a song about him. I voted for him in 2020. He used to be like one of my favorite people. I can't stand the guy anymore. I'm just being honest. He, I despise Trump almost as much as I despise Tim Pool, but not quite. Trump is still salvageable. I just want to see him 
like be who he used to be. I'm not, I'm tired of hearing him act like he's like uh, Bill Gates on steroids. It's not appealing to me. And him just repeating the same boomer slop on loop, it's really good for for his base, like older boomers. But like Gen Z does not like it. Moderates don't like it. And women are not going to vote for Trump on average. Some will, some won't. Like, I don't think his campaign and his group of people, I really don't think they're thinking about that way. In fact, I think even me saying this is going to make people mad. I'm not even convinced. Like I, I, I would think that Trump wants to win, obviously, but I'm convinced that like they, there's a lot of people in that field that whether he wins or loses, they're going to get speaking gigs, they're going to make money, and they're going to raise a crap load of money whenever thing goes wrong. So it's like if something does go wrong with the election, they can milk that for the next four years and never take accountability for any of their mistakes. They'll just act like it doesn't exist, and, and everybody will yell at you like Tim Pool. So, you know, I hope they're thinking that because although I think it's good that Trump won in the Republican side. Like, you know, if you're a Trump supporter and Trump won, it's like, God, he crushed Nikki Haley and DeSantis. Yeah, he's going to win. But he got less Gen Z votes and less younger votes than DeSantis. That's not good. And he got astronomically less independents and moderates than Nikki Haley. That's not good. Um, you're going to need those two things to win the election. And I'm just not sure that Trump or MAGA even cares because they have this like weird victim mentality now where nothing Trump does is his fault. It's always his advisors, or even if he prints the money and gives all the governor's mass mail-in ballots, it's not his fault for tripping over his own feet and setting him up for failure. Just like Tim says, like, stop talking about Operation Warp Speed. Why? It gave $18 billion of socialist money to an industry that I knew was going to scam us, or at least try to shove it down our throats. You can't just give them socialist money. They're going to use it against you. It's like raising $18 billion for Hillary Clinton, handing it to her, and then she beats you in an election. You're like, how did she do that? With your money, Money, dummy you know like you can't keep setting up the people that you claim you're fighting and that's all republicans do at this point in my life i'm not even sure they're trying part of me thinks that trump is just old and egotistical but he means well other part of me feels like he's just a liberal democrat new york city plant that they put there to destroy the republican movement and sell vaccines part of me thinks that like i, I don't even know what to think anymore like part of me thinks that the republicans are literally professional losers where they're just there to lose like the people who play Harlem Globetrotters and they go around and they lose every game because that's their script or a WWE fighter who, you know, it's scripted to be close. But at the end of the, the day, they lose every time because it's scripted. Like I I'm going to vote Republican locally, but I'm not even sure like locally. I think it matters. But um, nationally, I'm not even sure if they're even trying. Part of me wants to feel like they're trying and just falling short. But part of me wants to think it's like a show where they're like, oh, oh no, we almost made it. Oh, vote for me again. Like, it feels too fake to me, you know? Um, let me know what you guys think. But uh, it's like, I don't, I obviously have certain opinions about certain topics, but I, I just don't even really care that much. And, and, and when I have these conversations online, the amount of people that are so nasty, like, it, it's like, you would think that I said something about them where I'm, when I talk about Republicans, right? I'm a registered Republican. When I criticize Republicans harshly, the Republicans that understand what I'm talking about and they're tired of the phony loser Republican Party, they say, thank you, Anomaly. I'm a registered Republican. You're right. Republicans suck. It's always the ones that suck that cry and say, oh, not all of us. I'm, I'm one. I'm not saying all of you. I'm just, I'm just speaking generally, but you can't handle it. It's like, yeah, it, it's always the people that it is them that get so offended by it. And when it comes to Trump, and Vivek Ramaswamy, they're both billionaires. Vivek is a hedge fund manager turned pharmaceutical CEO turned spontaneous ultra mag out of nowhere. And Trump is a billionaire his whole life turned Republican president, you know, turned guy who takes lobbying money. 
I'm not allowed to do reporting on them. Like you idolize these billionaires. Like I, I'm not hating on them. It's just like, I thought maybe you wanted to know that they're taking money or doing something. I'm not saying Vivek is, but what, you know, I guess you don't want to know though. It's like, I, I feel like I'm ruining people's show. It's like, I get, I get it when it comes to sh television. Like if I walked to a WWE fan and I knew something, you know, and I'm like, Hey, Hulk Hogan's going to win today. I understand why that's annoying. It's like, dude, shut the hell up. Don't ruin it. Or if you go and say like, oh, here's what happens in season seven Game of Thrones and someone hasn't watched season seven, you understand what I'm saying? I get why that's annoying. I understand why people hate me now. I get it. It's just unfortunate because it's not a WWE show and it's not a Game of Thrones season that you haven't watched. If the script is available, you should want to know it. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's how I feel like I'm being treated. It's like, shut the hell up. I don't want to hear... But but it but that's what it is though, and and we're not talking about a goblin that pops up out of a snow cave to like bang some chick and have a weird sexual scene and take the throne, you know, Game of Thrones or whatever. It's like we're talking about the future of your kid's life and 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 the presidency of the United States and like literally how politics works. But I, I've come to the conclusion that I'm ruining people's parade. Like they don't want to see behind the curtain. They just want to look at billionaires and politicians and lobbyists and be like, they're my heroes. And they're not. But I, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to argue with pissed off people on Twitter all the time? I'm tired of it. I say one accurate thing and some psychotic boomer from like Minnesota screaming at me and being like, oh, you're you're so wrong. You, you, you need to think like me. And it's like, bro, you're not thinking. The dude looks like a squirrel who, who, literally instead of brushing his teeth just like you know gargles like soda like it's like i need to listen to you bro you need to brush your teeth you know and it's like oh you shouldn't talk to him that way bro why are all these people getting so pissed at me i'm not even talking to them and then they treat me like i'm a garbage pail and then i'm the bad guy for responding yeah i mean business wise it's not smart to say that one of your followers looks like a squirrel that gargles soda, but he does look like a squirrel that gargles soda. And I've never would say that to him, but he's talking all this trash to me, telling me what I should do and how I should think. It's like, you're a squirrel boomer that doesn't think. Shut up. You know, I'm 34 years old. Stop talking to me like I'm a little kid. And you're not even smart and you're not even right about this. And it's like, that's what that's the thanks that you get when you tell people these things. Someone posted this on my Twitter and it stuck with me. They said, you know, people will forgive you for being wrong, but they'll never forgive you for being right. And it's like, that's kind of, it's the Mark Twain quote too, how it's like, you know, a fool would rather be fooled than you tell them the truth. It's true. It's like, a, you know, th they'll forgive you for being wrong, but they'll never forgive you for being right. They don't want to know that they've been scammed. Like they, they get more, if you can prove without a shadow of a doubt that the Republican party or somebody in the Republican party a hundred percent for sure sold out to lobbyists and scammed you and worked for the establishment. People will get more mad at you in the Republican movement that you pointed out a scam than there are at the scammer. So I'm trying to figure out, and I'm not trying to be a dick about this, but it's like, what do I do? Cause I'm not trying to deal with angry boomers the rest of my life screaming at me for trying to help them. I'm not trying to be persecuted for being right when everybody's wrong. It's like I point out the scam. It's 100% irrefutable. And, and they get more mad at me for pointing it out than they are the person who scam, scammed them. It's Stockholm Syndrome. They're in love with the people doing it. So why should I even do this? You know, what's the point? <laughs> like, you know, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to have fun with it and be educational. I know a lot of people appreciate it. I know a lot of people have woken up. But it's like, you know, I don't, it's, it's, it's a miserable experience to 
be surrounded online by people like Tim Pool. You say one intelligent thing, hey, you know, we should really look at Echo Health Alliance and Peter Daszak because, you know, whether Trump wins or not, they're going to probably just do the same thing if Trump wins. And people online being brainwashed by people like Tim Pool, they just lash out at you like rabid dogs. It's like, that's a brilliant point by Luke. It's a good point. I, I'm going to probably vote for Trump over Biden. It's a good point. Why are you screaming at us for making a good point? <laughs> that's like social media now being right. And the, the right is getting as fake and weird and cringe as the left. And they both just yell at each other. That's why the bankers don't care. It's not rocket science, folks. If you play at a casino, you're only going to make so much money. Even if you hit the biggest jackpot in the casino, you're going to make less money than the people who own the casino. And one of them ran the president for the last four years, and his biggest donor was another casino owner. You can't make this stuff up. It's not rocket science. Owning casinos, you make a lot of money. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying. You know, the natives know that. But anyway, that's how politics works. You know, you're working for money. There's some people printing the money and they don't care if Trump or Biden wins because they print the money and they control the money. But if you can't figure that out and you're going to run circles around the puppets and the pawns and, and get mad when people point stuff out, you're never going to fix the problems running circle around Donald Trump. Whether you hate him or love him, you're never going to fix the problems. You're never going to fix the problems lashing out at Tim. If you go deeper than Tim's elementary, rudimentary level of thinking, he lashes out at you like a, like an animal that has rabies. Why? What's the point of him then? He just makes his audience angry all the time. And his solution is civil war, civil war that he'll never fight because he's just cashing out on super chats and acting like a gremlin. It's like there, the civil war is internal, Tim. Stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to your audience. It's an awakening. You know, you're, you're not leading an army. You're, you're probably going to lead people to another Fed trap like January 6th. I'm not saying it's Tim's fault. I'm just saying there is no, like nothing's going to go on if you can't figure out that there's people controlling both sides. And if you want to pretend like Trump is totally not controllable, even though all the evidence is there that he is, you, you're like a, a, a fan of a fake tale. And then when you point it out, it's like, it's all there. All this, well, why should I care about Operation Warp Speed, says Tim. I just walked you through it in five minutes from the money Trump took to the people he hired to the bills that were passed. He's not a victim of something that someone else did. He did it to himself and to us. And to say that he just got tricked by them is the same thing that's of saying like Obama got tricked by his puppet masters or Obama got tricked by the banks or Obama got tricked into Syria or Obama got tricked by Hillary Clinton or Obama got tricked by the healthcare lobbyists. Or George Bush isn't responsible for anything he did. He just got tricked by, you know, Dick Cheney. Reagan just got tricked by the pharmaceutical lobbyists. Yeah, every politician ever is getting tricked because they're not really running their administration. Trump's like an actor. You know, he didn't get tricked. He's just doing what politicians do. Obama didn't get tricked into Syria. He's not really in control of his administration. Obama's not in control of Biden's administration. He wasn't even in control of his administration. You think he wanted to go to Syria kill a bunch of people? Of course not. But he's not in control. And he didn't get tricked. He's just powerless, just like Trump. Maybe he got tricked. Like It's like, yeah, let's obsess over George Bush because all his mistakes were Dick Cheney's mistakes. It's like, it's his administration. Either he's in control or he's not. But either way, why, like, like it doesn't make, like Tim's argument makes no sense. You know, oh, he just, just ignore it. It happened four years ago. 
90% of what you talk about has happened over the past four years, but you still talk about it. It's not like if it doesn't exist in the present, it doesn't exist. You talk, that's all you talk about on your show. It's like, it's the same when like David Harris came on my show and he said to me like anomaly, like I'm a Christian. I don't want to, you know, scrutinize Trump because I'm Christian. It's like your entire page is you scrutinizing Democrats. So how come you're not so you're not a monk. You're not a pastor. You don't sit in a church and never speak bad about anybody or criticize anybody or do reporting. All you you got famous from doing reporting. You got famous from scrutinizing people and doing journalism or pretending to do journalism. So it's like this is the BS excuses that these people have. It's like when Democrats do corruption, they're journalists and patriots. When rhinos and everybody but Trump does the stuff, they call it out and that's their entire channel. But when Trump does it, they pretend like they're monks sitting in a temple that they just don't talk about politics at all. It's like anybody with like half intuition can just like wreak the phoniness going on. And it's just astronomical. Someone said anomaly has become a dog chasing his own tail. The opposite. You're, you're doing what Tim does when Tim, when, when Luke literally talks about intelligent, articulate stuff going on behind the scenes, like with Peter Daszak and echo health Alliance, Tim spirals. And then he projects onto Luke. You're deranged when literally Luke is calm, intelligent and articulate. Me, this stream, I'm doing the opposite of a dog chasing my own tail. I'm literally laying it out way more high level than these other people. And because you don't want to hear it, you then project yourself onto me because you want to chase your own tail. So then you say that I'm doing it when it's clear to anybody honest that that's not what we talked about today. Um, and when it comes to the election too, it's like, you know, if you want Trump to win, you have to figure out how to get people that don't already like him. But this is the my this is my big beef with the movement over the past three years. I like that people can make money. I'm not asking people to be poor. It's not like, oh, he made money. He, he owes me money. Be rich if you could be rich. You know what I'm saying? But remember, the Bible does say it's harder to get into heaven that way. But anyway, do what you got to do. Just don't lose your ethics. Don't lose your morals. If you make $5 million off the back of MAGA, but you're not even concerned when Trump and DeSantis infringe on the First Amendment, you're fake. You get what I'm saying? It's not about the amendments or the patriots or the constitution. It's about you just being a puppet. That's what Republicans always were. That's why you got into politics. You said they're just as fake as the Democrats. So are you. So is Tim Pool. So are all these scammers. They're all just as fake as rhinos and Democrats. They're all this, they're the same, the new brand of phonies. They don't care about anything and they get mad when you talk about something important or intelligent and they cover up when people infringe on the amendments because they like them and they and they don't want to talk about like socialism when Trump does it, but they want to talk about it when the Democrats do it. It's all fake. That's my, I don't care how much he makes, but it's like, if you're making all this money, but you don't want to talk about certain stuff and you lash out at people like Luke, when they talk about it articulately, what you're doing is basically just milking MAGA dry. And this is what I'm trying to tell you. I don't want these people to make no money, make money, you know, create a business. That's if you're good, that's good for everybody. Even the daily wire. I disagree with most of what they do, but there's some positive things that they're doing and there's some positive people there. So it is what it is. Although I might disagree with some things it's like, I'm not trying to stop people from getting wealthy and creating businesses. It's just like what people don't realize. And I, I've said this before, Christians and conservatives are very uh, giving, right? It's amazing. They're very caring. They're very, they're, they're, they donate a lot. They're like, if they like you, they'll give you money. And it's an amazing thing. I'm not asking Christians and conservatives, but understand that kindness is not weakness. And there's a lot of people that realize how giving you are. So they're just taking, but they're not giving you back anything and you don't realize it. So it's like, I'm not asking people to stop being gracious with their money and gracious with their support. 
but you're too nice to some of these people. Even if they scam you to your face, you demand no accountability. And then people like Tim Pool get mad at people like Luke who demand accountability. And that's not good. That's going to breed failure. When you get more mad at people who point out the scams in politics, then you get mad at the billionaires scamming you. You're, you're manifesting failure. You're manifesting con artistry. You're, you're demanding it. It's not, you're not going to win anything because even when you win, you're going to lose because that's what you're manifesting. You know, that, that's the psychology of it. So that's all I'm trying to say to people. It's like, there's so many people in this movement and I know, and I'm not trying to like whistleblow or anything, but it's like, I know a lot. I've been around for a long time. A lot of these people were nowhere to be found when it actually mattered to support Trump. But in general, um, I've seen a shift over the last couple of years and I'm not complaining. I'm not begging for anything. I'm fine. I'm happy. I'm content. Uh, I've done well for myself. I'm not like, if, if I need a GoFundMe or something, I'll let you know if I'm, I'm fine. I'm not saying this because I'm jealous or hateful or any of this stuff. It's just like the shift is obvious from two years ago, even going to turning point two years ago and watching what happened this year, it's gone from like people that care about certain things to a giant high school gala not literally high school, but people acting like it's high school, like it's like a popularity contest and everybody's getting lobbied and everybody's getting controlled. And it's like a social hangout where people care more about their status in the Republican Party than they care about the principles that got them there. And that's why they're all turning into rhinos. They think calling everyone else rhinos means that they're not rhinos, but they're just as big of rhinos. You know, it's like they don't care about what's real. They care about keeping social status, maintaining a good image with a bunch of other phonies and frauds. And when you tell the truth, they freak out at you like Tim did with, with Luke. So I'm going to keep this short. I want to keep it under an hour, you know, use your critical thinking skills. And all I'm saying is I, I could talk about this forever, but I want to keep this under an hour. Um, Luke was absolutely hundred percent right to bring up the stuff he brought up. And even if you like Trump and want to vote for Trump and still trust Trump, don't gatekeep him when people point things out and be like, Hey, this, let's not let this happen again. Like I want to use my leverage to make sure he hires good people in his cabinet. Last time he hired all garbage. I'm not going to act like it's cool. It's not cool. If everyone did that with their leverage, Trump would have to hire good people, but because people do what Tim does and gatekeep, he doesn't have to do anything because people will put up with it anyway. And they'll try to shut people up who talk about it. So, you know, we need more Luke's in this world. And, and like, not only is Tim wrong, but he's just nasty about it. He's nasty. He's angry. He's screaming. And he's 100% wrong. Like, stop doing that, dude. God bless you guys. God bless your family. God bless America. God bless the world. Appreciate you. Thanks for watching this video. Feel free to share it. Check out all my socials at dreamrarelinks.com. And I appreciate everybody supporting. Uh, that's really all I have to say today. Appreciate you. Hey, what's going on my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com. We have blue beanies, black beanies, pink hats, other colored hats, freedom versus tyranny shirts, stay blessed long sleeve, God is great long sleeve, and lots of more cool items coming soon. Dreamrare.com, check out the shop to support. Everything's made in the United States, handpicked by me. Patreon.com slash rare talk for $5 a month. You can help support me, support the show. If you haven't noticed, unlike other channels, I don't work with very many sponsors, sometimes none at all. And part of the way I'm able to do that is with the dreamrare.com shop and patreon.com slash rare talk. So thank you guys for keeping the show free, unimpeded, uninterrupted. I'm forever grateful.
helpful. My free email list is stayintouchwithme.com. So check the links below in the description or just type in on any browser, stayintouchwithme.com, all one word. You'll find my email list, put it in there, and it's the least annoying email list you'll ever be on. I barely use it because I don't like getting emailed every day or every week. It's annoying. So I don't do it. Stayintouchwithme.com. It helps me take back some power away from big tech. Telegram t.me slash dreamrarechat or at dreamrarechat. Due to censorship, I post all my live stream and videos there. Sometimes I have some bonus content and I try to give people a heads up when Facebook or YouTube won't. Dreamrarechat at Telegram. My Instagram is at dreamrare. Thanks for everybody following there for shorter content. And dreamrarelinks.com. That's dreamrarelinks.com. Has all my stuff. My podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, my music on Spotify and Apple, my Rumble page, my BitChute and Gab page. All my links are found at dreamrarelinks.com. Thanks for watching, folks. God bless you. You already know I'll be back with more content soon.